Hello, everybody. I'm Brian. And I'm Brian. And this is Brian versus Brian, episode 153, Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning, part one. <laughs> I was waiting for it. Part one. <laughs> part one. Uh, yeah. When that came up in the theater, there was an old couple behind me that were very loud. There's mm-hmm. only like four groups of people. Part one. <laughs> then God the old wife... It. Apparently, there's going to be another one. <laughs> yep, let's keep our fingers crossed. That I hope to make that it makes enough money. Yeah, there's so many of these now. It's like an ongoing trend. I will give this movie and Dune credit for actually up front telling people because Across the Spider Verse came out and that where that movie ends, I'm not going to spoil it. Where it ends, it's like what? Um, and I, apparently, the Fast, the last Fast and Furious movie does the same thing. So I was like, hey, at the very least, at least they say up front this is a, a two parter. Oh man! All right, Dead Reckoning Part One. Uh, just came out June or July twelfth. Uh, yeah, twenty twenty three. Um, two hundred ninety one million dollar budget. The box office so far, I see, is two thirty five. So we gotta, we gotta, mm. we gotta get some more money in here. Two hundred ninety one million. Shit, dude. These are becoming just juggernauts yeah who would have thought there'd be like what is this number nine then this is number seven oh set we're only up to seven Hmm. yes the seventh movie yeah huh well yeah it's a lot of them uh yeah i've only the only other one i've seen is number one Mm. number one that's it so thank god i knew who that guy was (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'm sure well, I don't know. This is actually kind of interesting because we're on the opposite spectrum. Like, I'm a super fan. This is my favorite franchise, and you've only seen the first. And so, I don't know. I felt like the movie kind of walks a line between like being welcome to newcomers, but also kind of not. Like, there's a lot of subtleties in the movie. Like, if you don't know who the characters are and their relationships, it's probably a little harder. But as far as the story goes, it doesn't really connect in the other ones. So. I don't know. It's weird. It's like it does work as its own thing, but at the same time, there's a lot of character stuff that um, benefits if you'd seen the rest. I don't know if you were lost or if you didn't, you know, weren't connecting to some of this stuff. I would be curious to know how you kind of felt coming in new. Hmm. Um. So, uh, it's pretty long. I felt like it was. I was like, man. We're on a ride here. The beefy one. Yeah. Uh, I felt like it was like I don't. I haven't seen a lot of the movies, but I know of them, and like the big set pieces, and the you know becomes a story when he does a stunt. It seems to me like this is kind of like uh, the 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 greatest hits. Mm. We got the tra- we got the train, bro. We got the uh, we got we gotta have, gotta get a wingsuit or something like that. We gotta we definitely gotta jump off a cliff on a motorcycle. Uh, kind of this greatest hits type of thing. We definitely got to have the espionage in an airport. That's got to be on the list. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we got to have a uh, the the MacGuffin where we're gonna focus on someone, and you think it's gonna be Tom pulling off a mask, but it isn't, mm-hmm. or maybe it is. You, you have know? a a nightclub meeting where everyone meets at a nightclub with a bump yep. of music. Wait a minute. This club is the entity. 
<laughs> I thought that was just like the Windows Media Player uh, <laughs> equalizer, <laughs> but no, it's me. AI. <laughs> so uh, this was a little w- weird for me, man. So it's about a. I love the beginning, though, how it starts off with a pretty cool uh, fucking submarine fight. Yeah, yeah. Like, pretty cool little submarine fight. Uh, Star Trek-ish, you know? Full port and shoot missiles and submarine <laughs> fights. Always <laughs> very very slow and very, ah! Someone watching the screen, boom! Yeah, yeah. Boom. <laughs> it's not like a fighter jet scene. It's just, uh, just like, you're just sitting there, boom! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pretty helpful. You never leave the room too, so so. <laughs> and uh, so that was kind of cool because all that happened, and it felt like it was pretty long. All this stuff, and then, then we get the. Uh, like after quite a while, I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah." It's like fifteen forgot, minutes until we get credit. I forgot right? we hadn't seen the title of the movie yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're just rolling here, so that was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, it's this AI <laughs> called the Entity. This is what they dub it, and it's like housed on a what was this like a Russian submarine? They had it in a special little room where mm-hmm. like two people had a key to get in, so you couldn't go in there and mess with it. You had to connect the keys. Um, uh, and it it tricks them. And makes them think they're seeing another submarine by fucking with all the displays and stuff and makes them shoot a missile at it. And then the fucking AI scoops the missile around and makes it shoot themselves. And I think what the AI is doing here is sinking its own submarine. So now the AI is at the bottom of the ocean where no one can turn it off or or fuck with it. And uh, I don't know. I haven't seen these movies, but I think... That um, Henry Cavill seemed a lot more menacing mm. from what I've seen, <laughs> pumping up the arms and shit yeah. like a tangible badass. <laughs> yeah, versus yeah. Uh, AI that doesn't really do much. Like it's like it can infiltrate any anything and make truth in the lies. And I was like, well, that doesn't seem that bad. It doesn't seem yeah. that crazy. <laughs> like it can. It, it's it started to infiltrate all um, social medias. Put put down likes on things on Reddit. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> I love that scene though when they're like uh, they're in a meeting room. I think it's the scene that takes place right before the credits. It's like an exposition dump of like what's happening, and and they're like, yeah, everyone in the CIA right now is hand typing all of the information. You see, look at this wide shot of the room, and it's just like hundreds of people like on typewriters, like typing out all this info. It's fucking hilarious. But yeah, not, not every movie has like a bad villain. This is the first. I mean, they kind of work around it with Ga- the character of Gabriel, who's like a, a yeah. working for the entity. But um, yeah, this yeah. is the, the franchise for it's sure. Strange. Gabriel doesn't seem very menacing. They try to make him a little badass, but um, yeah, he's fine. He's serviceable bad yeah, guy. It's like know. it's like you have Skynet pretty much. And instead of getting its own like you know killer army of robots mm-hmm. which is pretty scary it's got one human helping him and uh it's just a guy but the ai can erase you from cameras in real time he's a ghost in the machine yeah. oh my god 
you saw him, didn't you? And uh, I thought it was a wasted comedic moment, though, when you see it on screen. I was hoping Benji would be like Predator because it looks just like, you know, the Predator. It'd be a funny little bit if they said Predator. But I was like, ah, the wasted opportunity. So I was like, man, this is like if Terminator had no Terminators in it. Mm-hmm. And it was just the existential threat of the AI that you're scared of. And I was like, well, that's not scary. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta, you got to have someone murdering. Um, yeah. So that was kind of whack to me. And the fact that this AI never really does anything. He just kind of gets into things and tell lets the CIA and all these people know like ooh it got in what did it do absolutely nothing mm-hmm. it was a warning just to know it that it, a... it exists yeah, that, I'm, <laughs> yeah. that I'm here yeah <clears throat> it wants us it wants us to know it can do anything <laughs> and i was like oh okay well, well what's it waiting for i don't know <laughs> um so the whole thing is the uh they're trying to get the key so there's two parts of the key. You got to get them both, and we got to find the entity. He who controls the entity controls the world. You know, uh, and they know destroying the entity would uh, probably be the best thing to do, but no one wants to do that. Yeah, Ethan's the so only. Powerful. I kind of like that aspect, where like no one wants to destroy. They want to use it for their own means, but Ethan's the only one. It's like, no, I'm getting these keys to fucking destroy it, and he kind of basically goes rogue to to accomplish Again. that mission. He's like, <laughs> I'm gonna fucking destroy this thing, well, with you or without you. It's happening. I like that one new agent. He's like, so he's gone rogue. Yeah, he always does. <laughs> it's like, why do we why do we keep hiring him yeah. for these jobs? You ever think that maybe? You know, he's going rogue because he thinks that's the right thing to do. Are you fucking Gurgi? Yeah. <laughs> Which side are you, are you want, crazy? Pal? It's like, uh, <laughs> you unpatriotic son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> he hates America. <laughs> he's a raging psychopath. <laughs> we should have known the last time he went rogue. <laughs> the last six times he went rogue. So who's that guy they brought back? Oh, See, I didn't know he. I didn't know he was just getting brought back because that's the only one I'd seen. Yeah, yeah, Kindred, yeah. From the first one, who fucking turns on him in the first one? Like, oh shit, everyone's dying. Oh, he knew it. So uh, I don't know where he's been. How where's he been in the story? Just never again mentioned. Yeah, they just they so they just keep cycling in different. Um, different heads of the IMF. So like the second one was Anthony Hopkins. The third one's Lawrence Fishburne. The fourth one is some old guy. I don't remember his name. The fifth or the fifth and sixth one is Alec Baldwin, and then you know we got Kindredge back. Um, so I don't know where the they never mention him in the other movies. So he's doing something in the CIA. Yeah, and that one scene when they're all talking in the room, then that guy infiltrates, and he's just very stoic and like yeah. robot face. I thought. Oh hell yeah! The AI has a robot, That's dude. What I some kind too, of fucking, yeah. <laughs> some kind of fucking like Terminator, dude. Because that guy is just like scanning everything and like showing no emotion and. And the dialogue I, is like them saying like it can be anywhere and do all these things. Yeah. And, like cuss to him. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> I was like, hell yeah, Terminator. Turns out just to be Ethan <laughs> again yep. in a mask. And uh, you know, during it, doing his normal thing, popping in a. A breather and throwing fucking Joker nerve gas into our room. 
Jesus. Uh, yeah, I love how we got the mission too, the old school with the tape recorder. Yeah. It's like this tape will self destruct in six seconds. Six seconds? Fuck, dude. <laughs> Give me a sec. <laughs> yeah, Give me yeah, more than five. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Just, over 50 agents have lost their hands <laughs> to this technique. <laughs> This is tape will self-destruct four seconds ago. Ah! Oh. The best one is like, uh dude, you gotta watch number two. Two is so bad. It's I got John to because like, all one, of a sudden, it's... why does he have the hair? It's like, a, oh yeah, it's John Woo. Isn't it's it? John Woo, yeah. That's why he has a fucking hair <laughs> <laughs> and a motorcycle. Oh. But the best, uh, the best version of that scene you're talking about, he's like rock climbing without ropes. Everything. He's like, ooh, cool. He gets to the top, a helicopter comes, shoots a, a, a fucking pod down, it opens up its sunglasses, he puts it on, he says, here's your mission. Limp Biscuit starts playing, he goes, this will self-destruct in five seconds, he throws the glasses at the camera and it explodes into the opening credits, I'm like, that's, that's how you do it. <laughs> that's the best one. <laughs> that one looks so 2000s. Yeah. What yeah, was that, 99 or something? It's Yeah, it's, yeah early 90s, late, or sorry, late 90s. Or 2000, yeah. 2001, somewhere around there. Yeah, I'll have to check those out. Okay. Um, Other than that, I mean, I'm not... I don't remember much of the story beats, because it's just kind of like, a, once again, I would imagine this is how they are. It's just big chase scenes, like a heist, obviously. They yeah. have a mission, and it devolves into a action set piece on a train or um action set piece in where were they it was like fucking rome or something in rome for the car around. chase yeah 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 that was pretty cool and there's this other chick um that steals the key when he's at the airport and man oh, she yeah. pissed me off the whole damn movie she's just making bad decisions left and right man just stealing from people and he's trying to convince dude they're trying to kill you now uh, I'm just trying to help you, and then he'll, and then she'll fuck him over for the fourteenth time in the movie, and you're like, God damn, <laughs> really? Like, Ugh. she was pissing me off, dude. And uh, that chase scene, that's pretty good where they get the BMW, and uh, he he finally realizes, like, handcuffs her to him so she can't pull one of her fucking moves. She's been pulling yeah. the whole movie and fucking him over, and uh, but she's on the certain side so it's like left right hand drive cars there and yeah. so she had to drive and it's like oh, you have to drive because you know he would normally drive and mm -hmm. she's got to drive and she's not as good at it and so he's having like help and then the car gets fucked up and they have to get the i don't know the, the, the fucking secret secret yeah. hidden car in his app and he finds it and he you know it's parked next to like a freaking lamborghini or something so he's like <laughs> yeah <laughs> And then it's like, and then boop, boop, <laughs> pulls out, <laughs> and it's like converted to electric yeah, or something because yeah. <laughs> the noise it makes is. Yeah, I love the sound design. The sound design is so <laughs> good. <laughs> Just zipping through and shit, but you know, come to think of it, it's the perfect car for these places. Yeah. Tiny little corridors it can get in, and the giant police cars can't chase it. And yeah, that was a really cool, fun scene with all that stuff and then like they're going down the steps uh backwards and she's like yeah. there's people on the steps and then they pan out 
and you see this little car on the steps that doesn't look <laughs> it doesn't look very big at all in comparison to anything <laughs> and it's like oh that's awesome and uh yeah that was really great it's good um, uh, it was felt nice to get uh some comedy back in the because we're going to talk about fallout uh, at some point because i think fallout's important but uh, which is the one that came out before this but uh fallout doesn't have a lot of comedy that movie's very very dour and serious but this movie has a lot of bits that got me going like when they go down the steps and they're tumbling and then they reverse spots when they land they're like wait a minute mm-hmm. or like when she starts to drive the fiat and it's like the white shot she's like going to <laughs> oh yeah and then the she's fucking burning the, out the chick who's like what chase them is like watching like what the fuck and, oh, that was pretty good and she, he's like you gotta let off the accelerators and uh the car's on yeah, fire but... no it's just the tires so you're all right who was that the bad asian chick she's like reminded me of like rush hour or something yeah she was in some other shit playing similar roles she's a she's also a new character we've never seen her before i think her name is paris and isn't that that's fucking uh the guardians of the galaxy yeah right mantis yeah mantis yeah she was interesting um but going back i wanted to talk about there's something else awesome that happened the fiat that's pretty cool Oh yeah, I love the when they're in the airport and they're, you know, talking to him and stuff, and you know, Ving Rhames puts the somebody else's or his face on somebody else. They go stop him oh, yeah. and get the the guys chasing Ethan way away from him in the in the airport, and like the chick on the other line, no, it's a complete match. It's not him. And then you know Simon, Pitt, how'd you do that? Oh yeah, because <laughs> right before that, he, he's like, you think he's just gonna uh, dismantle this rogue AI just by going into its source code? Hell yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> uh, We're gonna take it apart with a blowtorch and some pliers. <laughs> We're gonna go medieval on this motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, some real, some real pipe hitting actor or hackers <laughs> we'll call up some oh pipe hitting actors <laughs> so good so that was good and then they realize i love how they keep switching off the comms because they find out another problem like wait a minute that's the plane he's supposed to get on and it's like yeah that 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 mystery bag that was flagged as bad but then remember it disappeared that was going to that plane so they don't ever know quite what's going on because AI is so smart. It apparently knows every outcome of like everything. Yeah. So so they don't know if them constantly in the movie when they change plans, if that's the outcome that's going to make it happen. So like, well, fuck, what if us changing the plan is exactly how it happens? The plan, yeah. Yeah. So that was kind of interesting. And obviously it never knows what's going to happen because it never fucking works out quite <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. They got the key. Um, but yeah, it's like a nuclear bomb in the bag. And he's like, Oh, hold on. It just opened up. It's a, it's a fucking who does this and a nuclear bomb. It, it's a, it's a, it's a word puzzle. Oh shit. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> well, what is a, a personality test to like get to know you or whatever? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. It's a Rorschach test. It's got an ink blot <laughs> in here. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, he's like, well, just answer it truthfully and let's get through this. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay. Just answer all the questions truthfully and let's hope for the best. <laughs> okay. That's all right. That makes sense, I guess. Sure. 
And uh, what do you care most about? <laughs> is that the one he lied to? Uh, he lied, lied about, uh, are you afraid of dying? And he said no. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I lied to it. Why'd you do Why'd that? Why'd you do that? <laughs> well, I wanted to know <laughs> everything about me. And, uh, yeah, it's like a fucking uh, Rubik's Cube fucking word puzzle. And uh, he's like, well, just dismantle it. I don't have any tools, man. Oh, shit, I didn't think of that. And, uh, but I love how they keep going back and forth with Ethan. And he's like, what's going on? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not, they're not answering. Do we tell him? No, do not tell him. <laughs> does, does not need to know there's a nuclear bomb. <laughs> no, everything's fine, man. Go ahead. <laughs> Gate three, I think. Turn off that fucking bomb. <laughs> so good. Uh, and then they, uh, Finally, tell him. He's like, you know, we didn't, we didn't tell you. Didn't tell me what. It's kind of got a problem. There's a nuclear device that's about to blow up and kill everybody in like 20 oh seconds. Or really. <laughs> yeah, how much time do we have? Uh, 25 seconds. 25 seconds. God. <laughs> and then he's like, uh, we weren't sure if we should tell you. A nuclear bomb is something. You should immediately tell me. Yeah, you should. Oh, you should. Not, yeah, always, <laughs> always tell me about. <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah, I love. We don't want to bother you. You were busy. <laughs> <laughs> Twenty seconds, and that. And I don't remember what happened. There's like something on the bottom. It's like yeah. So I think it's like good luck, and then he's like, oh, and then he changed it to a K. I think it says good luck or something. Yeah. No, in the beginning it said like you're done. You're done. Yeah. And then he tells Ving Rhames and says, oh, hell no, we ain't done. We just started, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> and he's like, no, you're done. D-U-N-N. Oh, that's fucking stupid. That ain't even how you spell it. <laughs> Dumbass AI. <laughs> he's like, no, that's my last name. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> it knows my name. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that shit was funny. <laughs> you're done. We ain't even close to done. <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> oh, my God. Tell her, I'll tell you when I'm done, motherfucker. <laughs> that was good. I love Luther. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know any of their names. I just know them as the actors yeah. now. <laughs> I, just, I came in too damn late, man. Simon oh, Pegg is in the first one, isn't he? No, he's introduced no? in the third movie. Yeah, he's been around Shit. since the third movie. Shit. Uh, yeah, and then we get out of the airport. Fuck. Um, I don't even remember. It's hard to follow. Uh, Just... I got you. I got. You. So we go from the airport to Rome. We already talked about Rome. That's the the chase scene. Cool chase. Um, and then we go to Venice. Venice is the nightclub slash uh fight scene in the alleyways at night. Um, and then there's like a bridge scene fight between Gabriel and Grace. That whole sequence is in Venice. And then the big uh the big moment happens, which is uh I guess I mean. Obviously, we're spoiling it. Um, Elsa gets stabbed and <laughs> dies. That fucking pissed me off because um, I liked Elsa a lot. I think she's an awesome character. Yeah, like, he had fuck? to choose. And it's like, he didn't get to choose. How's this yeah. a choice? He tried to save them both. You got to choose. Yeah. She gets stabbed. And then the other dumb chick who keeps screwing him over the whole movie is kind of her fault. She said, I, I'm the reason she died. No. She's the reason you lived. That's what you don't understand. That's the truth. <laughs> <laughs> That's the truth. That's hey, the truth. <laughs> listen to me. 
we ain't done yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <clears throat> yeah, because, uh, like, he's trying to get there in time. It's Gabriel's fighting her. And uh, uh, Simon's on the headpiece talking to him. Go, turn left. And then all of a sudden, they can hear what's going on, but they're not talking to him. It's like, no, t- turn right now. It's, oh, what the fuck? Yeah, it's, it's assimilated me. It's become me, <laughs> and it didn't really even sound like him to me for a second. I was like, "Is that him?" Of course, they're going to use him to do the. Yeah, it, it was definitely like him. It, so like, it, it does a weird like robotic voice, and then immediately goes right into Simon Pay. Goes, "Oh shit!" Mm-hmm. And, like break their computers immediately. <laughs> like, <laughs> ah! It didn't even help <laughs> anything. <laughs> it didn't stop anything. <laughs> oh, ah! Ah, fuck! It's my favorite iPad. Uh, that'll show him. <laughs> oh man, that one had Candy Crush on it. Um, yeah, and so he's going all over. What do you mean turn left? I mean turn left. There's a wall here. And go through it. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> and then, uh, and then Simon has to get. He like gets in a speedboat. I'm gonna go find him. Through <laughs> the fucking canals of Venice, mm-hmm. and he's also too late. They show up and she is dead. Um, she's not dead when they show up, right? She says a couple words. No, she doesn't mistaken. say anything. Yeah. No? No. No, she just says this. Yep. <laughs> just dead. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And uh, what? She, what, what? Who has the key at that point? Yeah, this took me fucking three movies to figure out who had the keys, who had the, the fucking fake one. It was very confusing. But um, I'll try and break it down the best that I can remember. Even I've seen it three times. I'm still a little confused. But so you have the White Widow, which is another reoccurring character. Mm. Um, she has one part of the key. She's trying to get the second part to sell it to Kindredge. And Grace has the other key. So she's supposed to meet Kindreds on a train in Norway or something. And she's going to show up without the other half of the key because she failed because Grace still has the key at this moment. So then the mission at that point is, Grace, you're going to wear uh, the White Widow's face and you're going to show with both the keys and uh, go from there. So that's kind. Of, so then they have the whole like setup of like, you're going to wear the mask. I'm going to be there with you. We're going to figure this out. And then his mask malfunctions so he can't go anymore. So he's like, we're still going to do it. You're, you're going to be fine. She's freaking the fuck out. Yeah, we just go. That's right a pretty cool the- scene because they like go into the whole thing with them with the masks. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. And I'm kind of thinking, okay, where this is just a transitioning us. This is what's happening, and then we go back, like it's a you know just a dream type sequence. And it's like, oh, what? What's going on? Oh, the mask didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> floating by this whole scene, aren't we? What the fuck? <laughs> Scratch that. Scratch that. We're gonna do it different. <clears throat> Um, yeah, I liked, um, that scene was pretty funny with her, you know, those scenes are always great when it's like an actor using a mask because then they, because then the actor who is the person who is the mask, you know, like gets to act all different than their normal character. And that's kind of cool. I like that, which is, I think she did a good job that I think her name is Vanessa Kerr. I saw Grace that whole scene. I did not see the other actor at all. She did a really good job. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, but what was I getting at? There was something. Oh yeah, with the with the keys. 
Oh yeah, I didn't understand. Kilridge hired Tom Cruise, Ethan Hunt, to get um, what the heck was her name? Elsa. Elsa. <clears throat> to go get her because he said mercenaries are trying to kill her or something. So all this was just an elaborate way to get the key. Like he hired the mercenaries to kill her. Mm-hmm. Then he hired Tom to save her from the mercenaries. And I was just like, what the fuck is going on? Cause, uh, well, you think she dies, but she, she didn't then they faked her death. Yeah. But uh, it's almost like, yeah, you probably could have just hired the mercenaries and kept Tom Cruise out of this because, you know, he does tend to uh, do the right thing in these movies. And he tends to go rogue. Yeah. And uh, he's probably going to not think that, uh, you know, using the AI for the benefit of the American government is the best thing to do. Yeah. Let's, it's very let's just confusing. Not bring like, him in. Like my read on it, I don't know if it's the right read, but my take on it was that he's he wants the key at all costs, so he hires the mercenaries and Ethan is like if one goes wrong, at least I have the backup, but it's like cuz you can't hire Ethan cuz you know he's probably you have the 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 um you know, he could just take the key and go off. So then you hire the mercenaries to make sure that doesn't happen kind of deal. But both of them, <laughs> it both fails. So I don't know. That's kind of how I read it, but I don't fucking know. Yeah. And then it's like, <laughs> no one knows what the key unlocks. So it's like, what the fuck are we doing? Why do we care so much? Yeah. Well, no one knows what the key does. But we get a sneak of suspicion. It's very important. Mm-hmm. So there's that. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we think we're gonna need it, and uh, yeah. By the end, he of course fights Gabriel on a train. So why wouldn't you? It just sucks. It didn't have any flying explosion train stuff. Like you, you got to do that again. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But they're fighting on a train and. Uh, you know, fucking shit. Uh, every train, apparently, the things that hang above the train, you know, hang inches above it. Couldn't build it any higher, just in case. <laughs> oh, like the markers that pass by. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So you always gotta. <laughs> <laughs> like, God damn, raise yeah. that up, man. <laughs> There's a bird on this poor train. <laughs> yeah, dead. Always micro, you know, centimeters above. And, uh, yeah, they're fighting. Then the girl with the mask who's alone almost takes the money because, well, that would be her. You know, she's always fucking everyone over. She just wants the money. But she doesn't, and she gets the key. Then Tom Cruise finally gets onto the train. That was pretty cool. He just smashes in at the perfect time. Oh, yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> the look on his face is just pure like huh so good yeah and i love the simon character because he's like just keep going that way and you'll get to the train because he's on a motorcycle and he's way off now because the train is like speeding because they fucked with the conductor and made it like max speed so now it's their yeah. their timeline is way off of when the train should be at certain places so he's having to speed over there with a motorcycle, and he's like, I'm just going uphill. Is this eventually going to go downhill? 
like to get down to the valley where the train is like yep eventually just keep going yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know he's leading them to like a fucking giant cliff what do i do there's just a cliff well you know what to, you have a parachute right <laughs> <laughs> yeah i can't clear the rocks and then he sees the pride rock uh, yeah. yep. then he has to jump and uh and he's just whining to him. He's like, I don't know if I can. I, you can't jump onto a train with a parachute. He's like a speeding train. I don't know if I have the the right altitude and the you know, the cliffs. I'm gonna hit the cliffs before my parachute <laughs> even opens. Like finally, finally, he was like, just like, um, you know what? You want me to get you to the train? I got you to the train. You want a way to get on the train? I get you a way onto the train. How about you keep quit whining and just figure it out, <laughs> okay? <laughs> I love that it cuts to the wide shot. He's just like, <laughs> puts his hands up. He's like, what the fuck? <laughs> I guess I'll figure it out. Yeah, the Pride Rock out of focus in the background. Yep. Which is secretly a ramp that they CG'd over. Oh, really? Oh, so they really jumped this stuff? It's hard to tell because it's so uh, CG touched that yeah. you, you lose the illusion of realness. Because I know he's doing stunts, but it's like they don't seem that dangerous or that cool. Yeah. Because with so much CG touch-up, like I don't know what's real. You know, I knew he jumped a motorcycle, mm-hmm. probably, probably, but you know, is he just jumping a motorcycle on a green ramp and onto a just a big green blob? Mm-hmm. You know right. what I mean? And yeah. They, uh... Oh, just sorry. Go for it. <clears throat> and, and it looks like he was doing some parachuting. Because it's pretty hard to get that kind of shit where your skin's flipping in the wind. So I think some of that is real, but I just don't know. Yeah, to my knowledge, the only thing that's CG in that entire sequence is just the... Uh, I'm going to call it the Pride Rock because that's a pretty good flur out there. <laughs> but um, yeah, Pride Rock is the only thing that's CG. So like even that shot of him riding is real and him going... It's just a ramp. And then he obviously he goes off into the valley. The whole valley is real. Um, the, all they did was just touch up the getting rid of the ramp um yeah pretty crazy so he so he really jumps a motorcycle and uses a parachute or does he jump a motorcycle okay yeah he did it six Hmm. times apparently it's like what happened to all those motorcycles somebody in the valley is like it's raining motorcycles there's another one honey (laughs) (laughs) yeah and then what's that what's the director's name mcgee Uh, or mcquery mcquery yeah um yeah, he said Tom Cruise's most dangerous stunt is still to come. And obviously the next movie is going to have to deal with the submarine and getting down there and all this stuff. Yeah. So uh, you don't, yeah, don't want to be fucking with water and don't take going that sub. underwater <laughs> <laughs> right now, man. I don't know, man. Yeah. <laughs> underwater shit. I'd you know, rather be jumping off cliffs and fucking with no water, man. Yeah, fuck that. And it's like... <clears throat> By the end, they get the key, and uh, yeah, now they just got to go somehow. I think they figure out by the end that the submarine has potentially what the key is for. Yeah, the Sevastopol. Um, Yeah, and I don't remember if they find out exactly where the sub is. But I think someone, I remember someone saying I have a very good idea or something like that. Yeah, Mr. Princess Bride, because I always fuck up his name, so I'm saying oh, yeah, yeah. Princess Bride. He tells Jeez. Gabriel about the whole situation with the Russian sub. Um, but And Paris is in the room. Paris is the henchwoman of Gabriel. She tells Ethan later on 
but she all she says is Sevastopol. She doesn't say like she doesn't give him the whole rundown that she heard. So he, they're gonna have to figure out where the Sevastopol or what the Sevastopol is. I mean, I guess she does tell him it's a submarine, but they're gonna have to figure out all of that. Yeah. But Gabriel knows everything that happened. <clears throat> yeah, and so the next movie, they're either gonna have to go down there, or they're gonna have to come up with some cockamamie scheme to raise the submersible. And I think that sounds way more Mission Impossible to me. Yeah. You know, an elaborate, crazy plan. Some tech that goes down there and brings it up or something. We need two submarines to simultaneously shoot dive bags. And you have a window of about four minutes. Yeah. Something like that. We'll see. I've already invested what's felt like three hours of my life into this movie. So I got to see the end, I guess. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know, for like a Tom Cruise action movie, you know, and he's been on such a high lately with the new Top Gun and everything, everyone's all on the bandwagon now, and he's like, he's doing like Days of Thunder 2 is gonna come out now, and he's like, yeah, people love this stuff, man, (laughs) yeah, the classic sequel, Uh, yeah, I wanna do it for you. (laughs) (laughs) So, that'll be interesting. Although Um, the director of Maverick, uh, Joseph Kaczynski, I think his name was, he's doing an F1 movie, and the way he shot Maverick, I hope that looks, I hope that movie's gonna be awesome. Yeah, I saw some shots of like one of the last F1 races, they took over some of the paddocks, you know, and they had the name and Brad Pitt as that guy and mm-hmm. filming some stuff. And yeah, nice. they're supposed to use real F1 cars. Like, what the fuck? Real F1 cars? That's sick. <clears throat> yeah, that looks very interesting. Um, But yeah, before this big, long action movie, I was a little underwhelmed. I was thinking it was just going to be such a fucking <clears throat> hit. Hype train. I wasn't... Uh, disappointed. I liked it. Um, but yeah, I don't know. For some reason in my mind, I was just going to hit harder. Or like I said, um, all these stunts and things, it's like, if they're real, that's fucking crazy and awesome. But my mind is telling me they're not because it's just so out there. Um, but, you know, a lot of it is real. But it's just... When you start to blur that line, it gets harder and harder to tell. Yeah, that, that actually happened to me. Um, the first time I saw it, the the train sequence, the train fight between Gabriel and, and Tom, I think we're so used to seeing like CG backgrounds for that kind of stuff. And I thought that that was actually like a CG background when they're fighting on the train, the hand-to-hand stuff. And apparently it was not. I was like, oh, like, I don't know if it's the cameras or because they're moving so fast, like the background's kind of washed out and just it looks very CGI. But I'm, I was watching behind the scenes and they're like the actual scenes of the movie. I'm like, holy shit, they actually went on a fucking <clears throat> moving train and, and filmed those scenes. But it looked like a CG background because I think my mind is just like, oh, we're just so used to seeing that kind of shit that it, it kind of tricked me in a way. But it also looked a little yeah. suspicious, but apparently they did it. I was yeah. like, all right, well, fair enough. I like how he always he always has those two little knives mm-hmm. with him, and he's like falling off the train. I I just thought it was ridiculous when he used that to like stab the side of the train to stop oh, yeah. falling. 
like a train just made of paper mache. <laughs> like, like they're not going to make a train out of like steel or something. Yeah. <laughs> something nice and strong. Like he's ice climbing or some shit. <laughs> like, a, like a paper lantern this train is made out of. <laughs> Surprised when he stabbed it in, it just didn't go like, shh, yeah. and he falls all the way to the bottom. <laughs> and Gabriel's dead. <laughs> so, yeah, I liked it. It was pretty fun. Definitely a good uh, popcorn action movie in, to see in a theater. Um, I don't know. I'll have to go 7.9. Okay. It was, pre- it was pretty enjoyable, pretty fun. Just that score is mostly just how much of a big like movie theater movie it is. Yeah, yeah. And we don't totally. we don't get those very much anymore. And Tom Cruise is like one of the last guys doing it. I mean, the fast movies are trying to do it, but I ain't with all that, man. Jumping off a no. fucking car sideways, defying gravity to land in another car. You know, yeah. some people are into that, and it gets them to the theater. But these movies, I mean, like real sets and real jumps, and it's like risking your life, like Maverick and all this stuff. Like that's really cool. And so, even if I'm not in love with the story. Just have, seeing that action in a theater just raises that score, and it makes it like, yeah, yeah. this is a theater-worthy movie. Totally. Yeah. Um, you know, I wished I could come here today and be like, this is the best one. It's a fucking masterpiece. You know, I, this, this franchise is near and dear to me. I've loved it since 96. I think I saw it like four times when I was like 10 years old. Um, I love this franchise. Um but unfortunately, I don't think it's the best. Um, I'd actually say it's like the fourth best. <clears throat> Doesn't mean I don't like it. Mm. Like like you said, I think it's really good. It's entertaining. I mean, it's entertaining enough for me to see it three times. I, I do think the second and third time uh, felt faster. I don't know. It felt a little slower the first time, but the second time is like, oh, cool. We're on the next thing. We're on the next thing. Like that felt a little faster to me. And I can kind of follow more of the story stuff the second, third time around. Um, but... Also, like when you look at Dead Reckoning, hopefully I can I can um, get you excited to watch some of these other ones here. But I would look at the franchise as like a phase one and phase two. Like I think a phase one is like Mission Impossible one through three. Those are like they have all three different directors. They all feel different, different tones. Um, and then you got like phase two of Mission Impossible, which is kind of what the DNA of what it is today, which is Ghost Protocol, Rogue Nation, Fallout, and now Dead Reckoning. And that's where like J.J. Abrams started taking over, uh, right? J.J. Abrams was number three. So he's probably, I consider him to be like the phase one type of deal. Um, but Ghost Protocol, Rogue Nation, Fallout, um, they are like master classes of action. Like it's like, like comparing Dead Reckoning, like Dead Reckoning has some really big shoes to fill. Like those three movies are like no less than nines like they're like fallout to me is the best one fallouts i think is one of the greatest action movies ever made that was the last one that was the last that has henry cavill in it i mean that movie has henry cavill donning a fucking delicious villain mustache who's hanging outside of a helicopter shooting the biggest fucking machine gun i've ever seen at the helicopter chasing behind him who is actually tom cruise flying over the snowy hills of Kashmir. like you can't you can't really compete with that you know what i mean so but fallout is like I, I consider it to be the, the pantheon of like great action movies. Um, and then Rogue Nation's fucking awesome too. It's right behind it. So this movie had a lot to compete with. I just don't think it's on the, that level. I think that uh, Ghost Protocol, Rogue Nation, and uh, Fallout are, are superior. Um, but I, I do like this movie. Um, there's a lot of stuff 
we didn't really get a chance to talk about it was briefly uh, I think the Venice chase scene just from a visual standpoint is like incredible like there's just so many amazing shots like him running down the alley with like fog behind him and he's like silhouette and he's just like sprinting or like that alleyway fight scene was like kind of handheld and dark and weird and I don't know yeah just the way it was filmed I was like this is really cool and different the, from the from the franchise like they don't really do stuff like that so that's kind of interesting um i thought that one was a little funny because it's like we, oh we locked the doors on each side what are you gonna do just the pipe there, ding, ding, ding. there's there's two of us and this hallway is pretty narrow <laughs> isn't it what are you gonna do uh, <laughs> it's like uh, it's not that crazy <laughs> i could turn around yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know <laughs> it'd be um, funnier if it was like a fight like this <laughs> shuffle <laughs> between them. <laughs> um I think that the Uncharted Two inspired train sequence at the end is pretty, uh, pretty, pretty awesome. Um, when it's like they're trying to climb up through the or get through the the, the carts as it's kind of yeah, going yeah. off the cliff. I thought that was really cool. The kitchen one's really cool, man. When there's like boiling oil spilling yeah. out of the fryer and they're like ah ah, <laughs> they're like slipping. Yeah, yeah, climb around it. Um, yeah, I. What's interesting to me about these movies is I know a lot of people, even people who like like these movies like me, they always get attached to to the Tom Cruise stunt. And obviously the promotional material always like puts the stunts in the forefront. So like this movie was the motorcycle jump, the last movie or the one of the Rogue Nation had like him hanging on the hell the airplane. And I think Fallout was the uh, low altitude halo jump that he does in the movie. And it's like they market these stunts and they're all cool. They're all awesome. But I like these movies not because of the stunt. Like the movies, like the Tom Cruise stunt is like the most least interesting stunt in the like in any of these movies. Like they're cool to watch, and it's like crazy he did them, and it's impressive. But it's like I don't think that motorcycle jump compares to the fucking Rome chase scene at all. That chase scene was like thrilling and exciting. It was just like that's those are the scenes that I watch the movies for because these real chase scenes through these cities and using real cars and real stunt people like that shit is why. I come back to these things, not the Tom Cruise stunt. Um, and this one, I don't know. It was okay. I mean, it is fucking crazy when you think about it. This guy's like six. I found out today that Tom Cruise is older in this movie than John Voight was in the original. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> That's pretty crazy to think about. Um, anyways, I'm kind of rambling here. Uh, yeah, I think it's the fourth best, but I still liked it. Um, I'm giving it an 8.9. Oh. I don't think it's a nine. Yeah. 8.9 for me. I'm a little bummed about it. I wanted it to, like you said, I, I looked at Sarah the first time we watched it. I was like, I think this is the first time I've come out of a Mission Impossible but not on a high. You know, like usually when you come out of these movies, you're like, holy shit, that was fucking awesome. I want to go see it right now. I want to see it again. I want to tell my friends about it. This one was like, I got to think about this one a little. I don't know about this one. Right on. Yeah, so 8.9, is that what you yeah, said? 8.9. 8.9 and a 7.9. Yeah, I don't know. I just... Wasn't as involved, I guess, because of the um, only seeing one of them. But yeah, it was it was good, fun. I think you should watch Fallout, dude. I would love to hear it. Fallout's fucking dope as shit. That's a really yeah, good. Yeah, definitely, one. definitely want to see that. I want to see all of them. I guess why not? But I want to start with the long hair. I got a yeah. long hair motorcycle that's the, shit, uh, dude. The dual wielding <laughs> pistol, fucking doves in slow motion. That's that's the John Woo shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, so uh, 7.9, 8.9. One full point apart, baby. Mm-hmm. So uh, go check it out, man. Support your theaters, and let's see what's 
Let's see what you think. Uh, yeah, give it some then... love. Give it some love. I think I think you put the you put it nicely. We don't get to see these movies very often, so I'd like to give this movie yeah. as much attention as we can, so we can keep. And when it costs money. this much fucking money, we got to give them some money so they'll keep making them, <laughs> yeah. or else, you know, yeah. they're gonna go away. Um, so, and next week we got Oppenheimer. That's gonna be yeah. great. Hell and yeah. I, I actually we are gonna see Barbie too. We have oh, wow. plans to see both. All right. Two very different pictures, uh, but yeah, I can't wait. And then I think after soon after that, we got Turtles, like August second. Yeah. So we got some some theater. I just found theater. out that Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross is doing the score for that. I was like, "What? I'm there for which I mean, one? For Turtles?" I was like, "Fuck oh. yeah!" Trent Reznor is doing the goddamn <laughs> score for the new Turtle. I'm there. I was already excited, but cool. I want to <laughs> hear some fucking Nine Inch Nails weird techno-y shit on that movie. <laughs> Give it to me. It- yeah, it looks pretty cool, man. The art style looks really cool. And it's interesting. It's very, you know, first time teenagers have voiced the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I was wrong about Leonardo. He's not that guy. He's a younger yeah. guy. Uh, he's not the fucking Karate Kid guy. Oh, gotcha. But they're all teenagers. And it really it really shows in the, I don't know, in the trailer I've seen. It's like, man, they sound like kids. Their voices, <laughs> they're really... Nice. Really cool. So that's gonna be great. And I found out that Ice Cube is like the main bad guy. Oh, nice! He's oh, like, yeah. I can't remember who he's playing. Some bad guy, some mutant. And I just remember he he says something like, "Oh, she all a bunch of little like tortoises or something, huh?" <laughs> <laughs> yes. or not, I don't think he says tortoise. I actually I think he says like salam. I don't know. He says some different animal, but it's that's it's awesome. just funny. It's gonna be great. No shredder. They said uh, the guy was like no. We, at first we wrote it and we had Shredder, but we wanted to start it with mutants. It's like it's a bunch of mutants, a lot of bad guys, and they're like you know something they could relate to. They're mutants like them, and then yeah. if it does good and people like it, we could always dark knight the shit out of it and add uh, the real awesome villain. And I like the nice. fact that he said we could dark knight it and yeah. have a second one where we really get to delve into one villain and he's awesome. So hell yeah. Sweet. Uh, yeah. Thanks for coming by. We appreciate it. Uh, Apple Music, Spotify, here on YouTube. Brian vs. Brian, we appreciate having you. And until the next piece, we'll tell you peace. Peace.